Welcome to episode 10 of Webway Radio. My name is Kurt. And I'm Alex. And tonight we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We, we played a game this evening, we'll talk a little bit of news, maybe some 10th edition stuff, a little bit of hobby progress, some games played, kind of how you got into it. Um, we're just going to bounce all over the place. We didn't really stick to the script tonight, but that's okay. Oh, um, was there a script? I just saw bullet points and we just kind of well, just you know, Generally, we go down in order. <laughs> it's okay. We, we bounce around a little bit. It's fine. Enjoy the ride. All right, so let's jump into some hobby news. We've got 10th edition on the horizon. Any any hot takes on 10th? Um, I mean, like, not really. A lot of it looks kind of like how 8th looked, almost, uh, with, like, all the HU units are going to either be in one type of category. It's either going to be a uh, squad leader type thing where they're going to be part of a baseline unit of insert name here of whatever they can be attached to is essentially going to make that unit a super massive unit like need to get get them off the board as soon as possible or they're going to be a lone operative um so as a tau player shadow sun looks real appetizing because forward deployment and lone operative and she gets all these extra buffs i am real psyched not excited about the change rule changes with her but well, we don't know those yet either, so it, it could be good or bad. We'll we'll see. But yeah, my big fear is going back to Index Hammer. And I think we chatted earlier about how Space Marines and, and Tyranids are just going to be a menace until mm-hmm. everyone else starts getting their codex one month later, two months later, seven months later, ten months later. Hell, Guard just got their codex, and it's been be an entire edition. You know, they, they were still using the eighth edition codex until two months ago. And it's, and it's obsolete, so you, you see how that goes. It's not great. Yeah. Drakari, I don't think, are very high on the list. Um, so the, the army that I've played now for an entire edition, I'm, I'm a little scared, but we'll, we'll see. You know, Maybe yeah. they won't be so bad. So. Yeah, I'm not excited about losing my auras in my Tau army because that's where all of my, oh, well, I reroll all my ones to hit. I reroll... This, I rerolled that. Oh, well, wounds are exploding sixes if you're within six inches of my Kaja Flame Blade or whatever, or hits are exploding sixes. And I get that, but my issue, especially with Trakari, is like this aura only affects like these three guys, or this one only affects that unless I build the army a certain way. So generally, I would forget, or it wouldn't matter anyways. So most of the time, I didn't even bother with it unless it was like a critical fight or something. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than, like, something... I could have completely liked that squad if I remembered, hey, I have this one small line of text somewhere in a codex at one time. I think I might have remembered it. Or a supplement or anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's, anything. It's such a hassle right now. So I, I hope there's a good digital reference or something that we can use. Yeah. I know that the core game rules will be on the app day one. So you can find all that information on their website that's something that they are very transparent about they want all the new rules available to everybody day one 100 free just download their app and it's like this is not sponsored by games workshop by the way you do have a vested interest though but we'll we'll get to that a little yeah. later so enough about 10th just because we're i don't want to get too speculative the oh, lion comes out saturday is that right uh or is he out now he went up for pre-order last week right he went for pre-order Pre-order for Saturday, and that should be shipped sometime this week or the week of 
I don't know what day it is. It's fine. Yeah. The 19th. He, he's coming out real soon. We yeah. haven't seen him, or we've seen his rules. We've seen him. It looks awesome. I don't want to play a Dark Angels player. I didn't want to play him before. I definitely don't want to play them now. Oh, no. Especially with not only the Lion, but you also get, like, the new models and... Blade Guard and... And yeah. all this new stuff for him. And I'm like, oh, they're going to be super hard to kill for the first two weeks until they get FAQ'd. Because Maybe. of somebody <laughs> in Montana decided that, hey, if I take this and this and this stratagem, he is permanently saving on a one-up on everything. Oh, it's in an in-vault save. Oh, and it has feel-no-pains of a two or something. I don't know. I'm willing to bet the art of war has something <laughs> up their sleeve. And, you know, as soon as they're legal, it's just going to be ridiculous. Whatever yeah. the next big event is, I, I really pity whoever has to deal with the law. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be bad. Uh, I'm taking that time off. 100% taking that off. I'm just like, mm, no. Dark Angels, yeah, I'm, I'm good not playing you, bud. So, Hobby Progress, what have you been working on? First time on the podcast, you play Tau. Yeah. So, I, I guess we could just about say, so you've painted your Tau army as Hobby Progress, right? Uh, yeah. So, I play Tau because I'm a nice degenerate, which I don't know why everyone hates playing against Tau, because I only do one thing. I shoot you very well. Very, um, very well. I shoot you very well, but besides that, you can point anything at me and my army just kind of melts i just got up to 2000 points which makes me real excited so what were your most recent builds what what have you been working on devilfish i've put off getting devilfish for so long because i was like oh well i don't need a devilfish you know like these breachers are gonna be fine because they're just gonna sit back and do like jump on objectives and stuff well silly me I was playing Breachers wrong, so yeah, I have since corrected that mistake. Now they start in the transport, and the transport goes right up the board, and then they unload, and then they shoot things very well. That and a Strength 5 gun is pretty good. It's not bad. It, I mean, most infantry and, and OPSEC units, you're going to win on threes, so that's yeah. decent. Yeah, that's and nice. with Breachers, it's a different thing with... Uh, ranges and stuff so like if you're within eight inches of me i get to it's ap minus two if you're within regular gun range it's ap minus one so likes to kill infantry really well you did wipe out a unit of uh veteran vanguard like they were butter is that what that was yes well with a press of man i thought they would last it a little bit longer but oh well either way as, as far as hobby progress goes what what are you working on I mean, you said the Devilfish. You just got the Commander Farsight, the new stuff there. Yes. Um, anything else in the works for you? Do you got any purchases count? Uh, oh, probably the next thing I'll probably be looking at is good old Shadow Moon. Sorry, Shadow Sun. I mean, oh, Sun yeah. Shadow or... Yeah, yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's the HQ that has Infiltrator. The other badass Tau Commander. <laughs> That also has infiltrator because I like infiltrator units. Ghost kill self suits. That's me every day, all day. Because I don't want to start in my deployment zone. I want to start nine inches outside of yours, and pray I go first. <laughs> all right. So, any anything else for hobby stuff going on for you? Not really. Starting to look at other armies. Um, it begins. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Warhammer, friend. Yeah. You know because like back in. 2004, 2005, 2003, somewhere around there, there was a PlayStation 2 game called Fire Warrior mm -hmm. that 
I played the everything out of. I'm talking, <laughs> come home from school, I would play from like 4.30 until I went to bed. Just that Fire Warrior game on the PlayStation 2. I remember seeing it at like <clears throat> Blockbuster or something at the time and thinking like, oh, that doesn't look great. Not bef- this is pre-Warhammer Kurt. Um, and, and looking back on it, I was like, man, how would my life have changed? Like how much earlier would I have gotten into this had I like picked that game up and checked it out or, yeah. or looked into it? Yeah. The reason why I was interested in Warhammer to begin with was because like I was introduced to that game. And then whenever the PC game started coming out, then it was like, oh, well, you get to play the Tau Empire on the RTS strategy. And I'm like, I need to play this. And it just kind of downspired from there. But I recently got into the actual building, painting, stuff like that hobby, mainly because I work in a game store. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. You. You work at a game store. How how cool is that? It's like a lifelong dream of mine. I've I've joked with all my buddies for probably a decade. Like I'm gonna quit my job and open a game store, and <laughs> you kind of have that going on. So so it's it's really really nice. Um, to anyone listening who wants to think about opening a game store, I would say figure out what you want to do. Pick like two things you want to do and do them very very well. Like magic in 40k or something or right, right. Pokemon, uh, name it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like, like if you want to be all about board games and say magic gathering stuff, go hard on your two things and go very, very well with those two things because what you essentially become is that you're no longer like a game store. You are a specialty store. Sure. Which you're going to see a lot more people just trying to find something like let's say that you're looking for the Catan board game like if I look up Catan board game it's going to pull me up to Amazon if I wanted it like pick it up like that day I know that my store personally has it but you know it's it it's it's always better to have something that you can drive to and support a community than order something online and, and I know I've even kind of shifted my purchases to you guys. Not that I've bought a lot with 10th coming out, but I've, I've promised you like once that drops, like yeah. you're, you're getting all of my money. So, yeah, <laughs> I, w- I would also say that the biggest thing, if you're going to open a game store and work in one is that you have to be a people person and you have to know as to who are your people, people or yeah, your people, people. And then who are not because those ones that are not, your main thing is I'm going to have as much product as I think that you would like and essentially help you navigate around what my store offers and what I can get for you. And especially with local businesses, if they come in and they ask, it's like, hey, do you have this Fallout board game? Go on all your distributors, check to see if you can get it anywhere because they would 100% buy it from you because you're working for it. Rather than being like, oh, no, I don't carry it. Well, that's money that you just left your store, and you don't know if yeah. that guy is ever going to come back. Well, I know, and you know the plight here. There's not a lot of game stores in the area either. Right. I mean, there, there are a couple. I don't want to go into the, the mud here, but they're they're not great, especially one of the other local stores that carries Warhammer. It's just such a scatter shot. Yeah. Uh, and they don't know anything about the product. They've got codexes that are two and three editions old on the shelf trying to sell those. It's it's not great. So yeah. the fact that there's you guys and you can kind of guide people and help people and things like that, it's it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. You know, 
the other game stores in the area are more of a of a different specialty store. Sure. Like one of them is a card is a not a card store, but a comic book store. Right. Like if you go in there asking for a comment, that the guy will bend over backwards, find you whatever comic you're looking for. The other one, um, is more like a lounge games or something. No, it's a, no, it's definitely more like a lounge sure. than. An, oh no, you're talking about the. Uh, one yeah. here in town. Yes, yes, yes. Oh no, that's a, that. It's a whole different thing. No, no, no. <laughs> that is a chain store, and we don't talk about that. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. No names. <laughs> yeah. No. No, absolutely not. It, it's big brand game store or chain store. I see them as big of a threat as Target and Walmart. I know you kind of talked a little bit about your draw to 40k, but what was the dipping your toes in? Uh, getting you started? What what kind of triggered that for you? Honestly, it goes back to me working at the game store. I was able to finally get the owner to jump on board with the 40K program, being a partner with Games Workshop. And as someone who works there and is going to be there all day and want to try to sell product, I would have to know like the basic things like I need to know how to play I need to know what edition we're on I need to know like what things are available I need to know like this is that and the other I become the Warhammer guy at the store sure like that has to be my thing because I have to make sure it does well so you you kind of went off the deep end you didn't just build a, a 500 point army you're up to 2000 now and so I didn't realize that I got to 2000 points until I started like actually adding stuff up and I'm like oh Wait a second. <laughs> I have spent way too much money on this hobby, and I'm really enjoying myself. What has happened to my savings account? Well, and on the same note, though, you're playing three, five times a week. Yeah. Um, so that's I'm I'm jealous of that. Yeah, I mean, like, like I have to advertise wherever I can, and gotta make sure that my community is getting involved and uh, trying to get everyone on the same level. Because I would rather us all be like on the same level and play and have fun and everyone knows what's going on and stuff like that rather than, um, you know, someone who comes in, drops money on the hobby, plays one game, absolutely hates it, has no idea what's going on, and right. then just leaves. Because that's recurring money that's not in my pocket. Sure. Have you considered like a store army or store starter set or something to, to like, oh, oh you want to check it out? Let's play a little demo game real quick and just kind of move and let the kids shoot and look, hey, check yeah. out this starter box. And Yeah, and so um, what I was planning on doing is once I have, like, once I'm to a space to where I'm good to start in the second army is that I'm going to actually start building orcs, and that's okay. going to be more like a, a store's orcs. Granted, it's going to be my orcs. Right, right. But, okay. like, that's, that, that's going to be something that... You know, Very like, cool. I don't care if someone comes in and plays. Like, I was like, hey, like, I have, like, a little thing of Necrons and a little thing of Space Marines. We're going to throw them against each other. Or sure. I have okay. a little thing of where I got, like, 500 points of Orcs and 500 points of Tau. You know, which one you going to play against? All I'm right. getting there. Yeah, yeah. As far as your army goes, have you considered, like, a stopping point for Tau? I know you've hit 2,000 points. Is there one of every unit or you want to be able to have like 10,000 points. Like what, where is your like, all right, I've got enough. Uh, whenever I run out of money is whenever I have okay. enough. So when you afford a Manta and you've got like the three foot wingspan, 
transport hanging from the ceiling in the stores when you're like, you know what? I think I'm good on towel. Yeah. I think, I think if I get a Manta, then that's like the, okay, I am done building towel because have you seen that Manta kit? It is ridiculous. Massive. Was it uh, Squidmar that built one on his YouTube channel? Them and um, Play on Tabletop also did it. It was like a hot thing to do on the internet a few months ago. Well, I mean, like that was like towards the end of COVID. So, of course, it's the big thing to do is watch people enjoy your hobby as much as you do. All right. So let's circle to games played. Um, Mm -hmm. I know you and I have faced off maybe five times now in the last month or so, give yeah. or take. Um, 500 points, 1,000 points, 1,500. We just played 2,000 a few minutes. I, I say we played. I, I didn't do a lot of playing. You, you did a <laughs> lot of playing. So normally I play Drakari, and I think everybody probably knows that by now. Mm-hmm. But tonight I felt a little froggy and mixed it up and tried to play Raven Guard. I just picked stuff that I had, no real meta choices, and I was basically tabled at the top of two or would have been had we kept going, but after after you were six inches away and just lit everything up, not a lot was left. Yeah. Morale was going to be ugly, and then I wouldn't have been able to do anything with the three models left on the table. Uh, so we called it, and we started doing this. Yeah. Um, uh, Shocking Firestorm is really good. Ridiculous. OP, um, even. <laughs> I mean... I mean, it only makes each of the models that you lose count as two from morale checks. Um, Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Fair. Fair. It's but bad. it was either I was going to do as much game as I could or my army was done because I was already in close range. Right. Yeah. And, and of course, I wasn't really fielding a super <clears throat> melee army anyways. I'm like, 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 had that been a game with my Drakari, oh, yeah, I no. could have hit better and just the slapbacks would have been ridiculous. Yeah. But, but like, with Space Marines... Yeah, but I would have done super cagey against Rakari because because I would have You've essentially been a few times. Yes, seeing how I've only won against your Rakari list once against the times that we played. Yeah, and that was just a fun list too, just to throw something on the table. It wasn't yeah. really a yeah. So so what other armies are you playing? I know we've you've got a bunch of people at the shop that are kind of starting and getting into it. Oh I know you recently played Votan. Um, what else? Grey Knights, I think you've played them a few times. I played, I wouldn't really necessarily say I played against Grey Knights. Grey um, Knights removed across the table from you. Grey Knights decided that they were going to get in the center of the board and outside of cover, just standing out in the wind, and oh, you are within range of all of my guns in the dead center. Okay, so you're dead. Uh, do you want me to roll for this, or... Yeah, well, and, and I kind of did that with you though. Your first few games, just to yeah. you, you said, you know, burn me, give it to me, yeah. all the stuff, and 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 you learned though, and now you've studied your rules, you've studied your codex, you know all your stratagems, you you've improved drastically over the last two months, even. Yeah, and I think I told you from the get go, it's like it takes about ten games to learn your army. Would you say you've learned your army now after probably ten games? I yeah, I w- I would say I definitely know how. My army likes to function and what I can like be like kind of cheeky with and get sure. away with and yeah. stuff that I'm like, why did I do that? I've learned this lesson before. Why did I make the same mistake? It's okay. It it it, it happens even at, at the events and things that I go to. It's yeah. like, I know I need to do this against that army. And you just kind of go blank. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like Drukari. Don't get within melee of Drukari. Stay 26 inches away is the only safe bet. Which, yeah, after then, turn one, is not an option, so. Yeah, no. That's like, oh, well, I'm just going to fly 30 inches across the board. Oh, I'm also going to shoot you and charge and all this other stuff. Oh, wait, that was the Custodes. Yeah, uh, played against Custodes. Um, I was not expecting to lose two squads of kitted out crisis team against bikes so yay played against votan uh first time i played against that uh, i learned real quick fast and in a hurry that hey maybe you don't want to take monk ka against votan because you can't re-roll any of your wounds well that's the whole point of playing monk ka isn't it yeah and something that i there's not a huge community here there, there's more people playing in this county now than there was three months ago. Oh yeah, uh, my meta used to consist consist of my wife and Shane, and if if I didn't play that army, I didn't know that army. So every time I'd go to an event, I would play between three and six armies that I've never played before, and it's it's really fun. Man, those first couple events, your teeth just get kicked in, and you mm. love it. I know my first event, I only won one game, and that was against Marines because I know Marines, and yeah. I knew what his stuff did, and I knew to stay to stay away. But with guards, like, all right, I'm going to take this objective. And then, you know, indirect fire just wipes out that whole unit. It's like, oh, I didn't know you could shoot me from 72 inches away and not be able to see me. We got to get you to an event. It's so great. Speaking of events, do you have anything else? I don't have anything else, but I wanted to hear about how your event went. Yes. Was it the Mall at the Mall 23? Really, really cool event over at Dice Head Games. There were some things I liked. There were some things I didn't like. Something that was really cool is there was a game store just across the mall. So they rent the suite, uh, you know, across from their game store, and it's just tables and terrain and a cool hangout place. And it was awesome. If, if you needed glue or something, you could literally walk across and, and buy whatever. And it's in a mall, so there's restaurants and food and, and all the things you could need. It was probably the, the neatest place I've played other than maybe at, you know, Harrah's Cherokee Resort where there's 30-something restaurants and, and all the things. Joe from War Games Live was there, which mm-hmm. that's always a huge draw. I've been to four or five events now. I know he's given away some dice for this podcast, so if you won some dice, like leave me a comment, say hey. If you, if you won dice from that event, you also got stickers, so those are new. Those came in Friday night before the event. The tracking number said Monday, so I was like, oh, no. And then Friday, it was like, your package has been delivered. It's like, yes. Uh, so I was so excited to have my stickers. I gave like 25 of them away. It was it was awesome. Yeah, so I got there super early. I think I had to leave here at 6 a.m. to make it by check-in. Two-hour drive plus time change. You know, it was rough. I had one of those mornings, and I don't think I told you this. So we've got a puppy. As you know, you were just mm-hmm. playing with him and feeding him cheese. Uh, thanks for spoiling him. I don't feed him. I don't, I don't feed my own dog cheese, let alone your dog. But uh, he's a puppy, and it's early in the morning. And on our walk, he rolled in bird poop, and I had no idea. Um, so I get him back in the house, and I'm putting him in the crate, and just trying to. And, and he jumps on me and, and gives me, you know, all sorts of kisses because he's a puppy. And that's when I realized he was just coated and had rolled in in bird poop. And it was putrid. And it was all over me. It was all over my shirt. I basically had to shower again as I'm like about to walk out the door. Completely had to change my clothes and everything. I, I wore shorts that were way too big. I wore a short that or a shirt that was not long enough. And of course, I get to the event. 
I'm I'm setting up to play against my new friend Peyton, uh, who's playing Blood Angels on table seven. And Joe walks around and he's he's looking for people and and we got voted in to play on the War Games live stream. And that's something I've been trying to do and play on since, you know, a year or so ago. Yeah. And it finally happened. And I don't think I have ever been so nervous in my life. If if you could have heard the recording before he actually cut our mics on, like I was shaking, my voice was cracking, it was it was bad. Well and, that and anyone who knows you watching the oh my stream god. sees all the courteisms. Yes. Oh my god. That's the worst name. Let's never say that again. Um but yeah, and, and I could feel myself doing the mannerisms like, don't do that. Like people are gonna make fun of me. And my god, it happened. Uh, my biggest thing was like trying not to misplay. Of course, my deployment was just when I was still shaking. Uh, so I made a ton of mistakes there. Thankfully, it was okay. Um, I thought you recovered very nice in turn two. I did. I did. I was yeah. very nervous. But, you know, getting first turn with Jakari is like, all right, I'm just going to move things into a little better position. And if you go back and you watch the stream, even Joe was like, why did he put those five Cabalites in the middle of the board with no cover? Well, I drew him out. I drew his big Terminator squad to the middle of the board, and I got him, uh, which was great. You know, I only killed three of them, but then he failed morale and then rolled another one and killed killed the other model. And it was just like, what just happened? That should not happen, and it happened. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Which that was that was awesome. Um, and then you know the succubus did her thing and picked up a squad, and then she picked up a librarian, and then he countercharged her with some sand guard. And I think I did the coolest thing that I've ever done is I realized I was on stream because I kind of forgot there for a little bit. If, if you watch it, the internet starts dropping out. Thankfully, it uploaded enough to like, if you watch it now, it's it's coherent. But the stream dropped like 20 times because his Wi-Fi was just so bad there. Yeah. About the time the stream came back on, the Sangard charged the Succubus. And I, I made a point to like roll those saves one at a time. Just, you know, save, 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 fail, save, save, fail. And she lives. And she's got one wound left. And, you know, they killed the Incubi, which they were they were done. You hit them with a pillow and those guys are gone. But the Succubus got to fight back and picked up that entire squad. And, I hate that Succubus. You know, Joe goes out of his way to not, like, interfere with the games and not be heard and not whatever. Yeah. But when I hear Joe go, oh, my God, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, the greatest feeling. Um, because he, you know, it's rare for him to like yell out and be excited, but he, and you know, I got to do that for him. I was like, yes. So it was, it was amazing. Playing on stream was so fun. I can't wait to do it again. Um, so I won big that game. It was like 92 to 46 or something. It was, it was a pretty big win. It was a pretty big stomp. It put me in the winner's bracket. And so game two, I got to play a guy that every time we go to the same event, me and Ryan play. And it's just become like a running joke. And even the TO or the one of the judges were like, you guys are playing again? It's like, yeah, every, every time we're at the same event, we play. It's just, it's what we do. It's natural now. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And, and he's a cool guy. Uh, so we played, I played as custodies. I almost beat that army or a similar list of his in Huntsville last year. It was like a three-point game. It, it came down to just the last couple of rolls. It was really great. Uh, he he beat me a little better this time, but it was still one of those like had had a combat gone differently or had you know more things connected. It it could have really swung, but he he beat me, so I lost that one. 
Uh, that was the all bikes game, right? No, no, that was that was just foot custodies. So I was okay. like, I have a chance here. And actually, I played better against the all bike list, but we'll we'll get there. <laughs> okay. And then my game three was against Brandon Valley, which he's been playing for like twenty years. He's been uh, uh to the WTC multiple times and like flies internationally to play. He's he's good. He was playing Iron Hands and he killed a lot of stuff turn one. I thought I was hidden. He he was fast too. Except he he was fast and he shot, um, which blew up everything and and did all the things and it basically crippled me at the top of one and I just moved around. I was like, mm. turn two starts and he he all but tables me. You know, it was one one model here, a venom there. There's I can't do anything. So we just shook and called it a day and got margaritas. Um, he was he was great. Margaritas are always nice. I didn't drink any, but he had a blast. <laughs> but our game was over early enough. We were able to kind of walk around and watch some of the other, like, bigger games that would have affected the top eight. Uh, and, of course, we just, you know, had a blast. It was, it was great. A uh, lot, of, lot of fun people there. It was a cool event. I just wish more people had gone. There were only 26. Overall, going one and two, I had, you know, big win, medium loss, and then a bad loss. I still came out 13th. And I scored more points going one and three there for the ITC than I did going two and four at Cherokee and having like decent games every game. So I don't quite know how that works out, but I'll take it. I, I got decent points. Wins a win. Exactly. Well, <laughs> or, or two <laughs> losses, but either way. So they did an RTT on Sunday for anybody that didn't make the top eight cut. Mm-hmm. And I played Andrew, whose entire list was three units of custody bikes. Or, oh. sorry, three units of six custody bikes, two shield captain on bikes, and then two just random terminators to teleport in and like do something. And I think there might have been one other character. What a game. I didn't think I had a chance in hell at this game. And it really came down to we were playing, you know, long ways. He basically pushed onto my objectives and I countercharged with Drazar and a bunch of incubi. Had Drazar not failed every one of his saves, it could have been a very different game had he been able to strike. But That's he, the guy with two up saves until you fail it. Uh, no, he's he's four up save, but he gets to fight like seven times, and he Oof. fights or he fights seven attacks. He fights twice, four up invul, minus one damage, the whole deal. Everybody around him's plus one. To, it's it's a whole thing, but it's like that turn, all of my attacks, like I just nothing went through. I think the incubi got two wounds through at the end of the day before he even got a chance to save. So couldn't even kill a bike there. And on the other side of the table, my blood brides were in combat. The, the succubus was in combat. We, the way he pulled models, which is brilliant, he pulled to where the the, the blood brides couldn't fight. I think that was going to be like fifty seven attacks or something, and I, I probably could have got a couple of bikes with that, and and you know didn't get to to use them, and they got shot all to hell. And uh, those those two moments right there is what really lost it because that was at the end of the day potentially a sixteen point swing just just that combat he got the objectives not me and I I did work I I actually came back I was really proud of myself because I I thought it was over and then I saw some stuff and we flipped the board so he basically took my deployment zone I took his deployment zone and it was it was a really good game but I ended up losing it seventy four fifty six or something but had. You know, had Drazar just been able to strike, you know, that could have been a huge moment and and changed it. You know, had I picked up his a third of his army that quick, it, it would have been great. So what I what I didn't tell you is Friday night, I decided to jump on my bicycle for the first time in nine months and do five miles around the neighborhood. Why? Felt felt froggy. Thought, you know what? Let's <laughs> let's go on a bike ride and get back in shape and all this stuff. And I didn't think about that. I didn't think that I was gonna be on my feet for 12, 14 hours the next day. Oh no. 
Yeah. Absolutely so, not. So, you know, midday, I'm like, man, my calves are really burning. What's going on here? And I was like, oh, wow, I went for a bike ride last night. And um, woke up on Sunday and stood up in the hotel room and immediately fell. <laughs> because <laughs> my calves had the biggest knot in them. And I just went down. So I basically hobbled around the hotel room, got got everything ready, took my shower and all that fun stuff, and went straight to Walmart and just bought all the ibuprofen and monsters I could because that's just the kind of day I had. So I was hurting. It hurt to stand. And so by the time, you know, the first game was over, we, we basically went to time. It was an hour and a half lunch or something. And somebody had dropped, which means the, the RTT was now uneven and somebody was going to have to, like, sit and wait. And I'm in pain. I don't want to sit there for an hour to wait for Warhammer, uh, you know, to play my next round. I was like, hey, uh, if, if I can even this thing out, I will I will sacrifice myself and drop. Because I, like I said, I was hurting. And uh, so I, I dropped. I could have hung out, but at the end of the day, I think there were like six Custodes players in the pool of like 15. And Ooh. odds are I was going to play them at least one more time that day. <laughs> and I just, after losing to them twice, like, you know what, I, I think I'm I'm good. Let's yeah, go no. home and see the fam. Uh, so I so I did just that. Nah, I Cassodes are really, really annoying because it's like, oh, I'm gonna be hitting on twos on everything, and I'm gonna be uh-huh. saving on, on twos on everything, on everything. <laughs> oh, and I have a fillinol pain on everything. So with with the little group that I have, kind of prior to meeting you guys, it was always kind of joked about <laughs> that my wife always picked the OP army. So in Warhammer Fantasy, she played high elves, and they were just OP as hell. And, you know, she starts playing 40K. She picks Eldar, which in 7th edition, they were OP as hell. She's got like 30 Windriders because they were good. Um, so she's always kind of had the OP army. And now she's like, I think I want to play Custodes. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> now I get to do with that in 10th edition. So I'm hoping they get nerfed just a, just a little bit. Just so she doesn't have that on me again. I mean, I mean, like, whenever it comes to playing your wife, do you like, kind of go easy on her or do you just like go hard or go home? It depends. So we were prepping for Cherokee and she's going to hate me for telling this story. I think we <laughs> talked about it a little bit a couple episodes ago, but it was like our last game before yeah. Cherokee. And I was like, I'm taking all the breaks off. Like I am just going to like, I'm going to treat you like I'm going to treat a baby seal. If I have a club, like this is just, <laughs> this is how this is going to go. And she, her first turn did not go great. You know, she didn't hit anything. She didn't really do anything. And I I threw a ton of like anti-tank shots and I blew up all her stuff and I killed a lot of her things and she just kind of started crying on me. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily that she lost, but it was just one of those days, you know, like everything's gone wrong and this is happening and emotions are high and, and she just kind of has her little breakdown. I was like, look, let me help you. And I kind of coached her on how to do things because she's like me. She's a glass cannon, but she's not melee. So she she would try to push up and just gets wrecked. And so I was like, all right, so let's let's re-rack this. And we started over. I was like, just just hang back. And and I taught her kind of how to play her army the way Eldar should be played. It's super cagey, and you hide. And first turn, you don't just YOLO it and go 70 inches across the board, hang out. I haven't beat her since. <laughs> so, for what that's worth. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Tau is a super glass cannon army, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, sure, like, Crisis Suit's got, like, Toughness 5, and, oh, well, I can give one of them an Iridium Battle Suit, which gives me a 2-up armor save, and, you know, I do spend the points on the 
all the shield generators and all the drones and stuff like that. But I think the most annoying part of the army is the drones. Just knowing like, all right, I got 20 shots to pump into them. Five might wound, but nothing's going to die. Cause you're just going to pull the drones. Like it's, it's like a hey, blessing you're killing and a curse. Stuff. I am, but those don't count. Well, no, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? They don't count for morale tests or anything like that. But I, I guess at the end of the day, all, and I stress this every episode we talk about it or I go to an event, is go to an event. Get out there, meet people. I, I know people in the community uh, friend group that just, they won't do it. It's like, man, since I went to that first event, I got the bug. I'm not super competitive. I like to win. Who doesn't like to win? But right. even losing, like, I, I usually walk up at Cherokee. I, I talk about it. The first game, I walked up like, man, we're going to have a blast today. And it turned out it was his first event ever. And I was the first guy he ever played that wasn't, like, at his local store. And we had a blast. And I gave him, like, you know, a handful of dice. And we had a good time. And every time I saw that guy, complete stranger, how'd your games go? How are you doing? Like, and, and it, it's so fun, even if you're losing. So yeah. I, I hate that I didn't get to have that pregame, like, set up talk with Peyton because we were starting to do it, like, measure and set the objective markers. And then Joe came and grabbed us and... Being in the middle of the room where we were and on mic, I didn't want to have that like, well, where are you from? And just like, reveal all that personal information. But after the game, we we chatted for maybe, you know, it was lunch break, hour and a half. Yeah. So we chatted for maybe 15 minutes. And after game two, I saw him standing around after I got whomped. I was like, how'd your game go? And he's like, oh, it was overturned too. And we, we talked about how bad <laughs> we played. <laughs> and then, you know, at the end of the night, it's like, well, how'd, how'd you turn out? We, we chatted about that. So... I mean, once once you go there and just kind of talk to a couple of guys, like, oh, hey, here's so-and-so, and next thing you know, you're talking to, like, the number two player in the U.S., and it's like, oh, I can learn something here. And if your games are over early, you just go and, like, quietly watch what they're doing and, and their thought process, and, you know, if if they're not doing anything, like, hey, what what, what happened there? And, and I've learned so much just watching, like, little snippets of games like that. It's It's good. It's fun. Go play games. Get out there. Any, um, anything you want to plug? You want to plug the store for the, like the four people that listen? <laughs> we, we're going to have a spike because we're going to advertise the heck out of this at the shop and give out dice and stickers. <laughs> but we're going to uh, set an episode download record. I can feel it. Well, the store is Alternate Dimensions Gaming. Where's it at? Just so. It's in Telahoma, located here in Tennessee. Okay. Um, so I think there's a couple of T-U-L-L-A-H-O-M-A. Telahoma. Anyone that's not from the area is going to look at the name and be like, that's how it's spelled? And I'm like, yes, that's how that's spelled and that's how that's pronounced. Yeah. Don't ask me. And and like always, I think I plug my uh, my Instagram, not that I ever post there, but Yelid underscore gaming, Y-E-L-L-I-D. If I'm painting something, I usually post a picture. So check it out. Oh, and we have a Discord server up for the store. Yeah. That, uh, is becoming fairly active. It's We're going to have to make some more channels and... and you know, have like a tactics or strategies or, you know, scheduling games. Cause right now it's just kind of a cluster, but yeah, we'll, it's, we'll get there. It, it is all a cluster. You'll have, you'll go down the line. It's like, Hey, I picked up this army and Hey, um, this is what we're playing the store today. And like, it just goes down the line of starting to hit checkboxes. And I'm like, uh, we need to separate this out. Cause this looks like a headache, but ah, you'll, you'll get there. That is a future Alex problem. So that's not a Kurt problem. So. That is a future Alex problem, and I will get to it when I get to it. All right. Thanks for listening to episode 10. Uh, my name is Kurt. This is Alex. 